We hope you enjoyed part one of our mock trade deadline. We've got one more trade for you. We're going to hear the Fred Van Vliet trade discussion. That's just the beginning of part two. A lot more action in part two. A lot more action in part three. We hope you'll subscribe to Dunked on Prime to get all of that content. And this is just the start. The mock trade deadline is only one of the many things we do. It's a special podcast, of course, but week to week, we're, we're going to have six podcasts for you. One of them is going to include John Hollinger, Hollinger and Duncan, a continuation of that. You get all the regular great podcasts with Nate and Danny. You'll get the Daily Dunks five days a week. You get Seth Partnow's written analysis three days a week. Access to our Discord. Just a ton of great content you can get through Dunked on Prime. We hope you'll subscribe. Dunkedon.supportingcast.fm. It's Dunkedon. Supportingcast.fm. Welcome back to part two of the 2023 mock trade deadline. Hope you enjoyed part one. Some pretty crazy stuff happened, and there's more on the way here in part two. Let's go back to part one where the Raptors first gauged the market on Pascal Siakam and weren't able to find the huge offer they were looking for. They then moved on to OG and Anobi, got some interesting offers from the Pelicans in particular, but instead they went in a totally different direction, moving OG and Anobi and Gary Trent Jr. to the Sixers for Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris. We talked a ton about that deal and what it would mean. I think that's going to be one that's pretty darn controversial. Then we had another big trade that started with the idea of a renegotiation and extension of Miles Turner that would allow him to still remain trade eligible, which proved quite prescient, I believe, for part two, as you will see. But we didn't end up going that route. Instead, the Pacers traded Miles Turner to the Pelicans after strong interest from the Mavericks and the Raptors for Jonas Valanciunas, Devontae Graham, the better of Milwaukee and New Orleans's 2024 first top four protected which then converted to a 2025 first and the better of milwaukee and new orleans 2027 first top four protected so those are all the trades we actually got to in part one but we have a lot of work left to do here we're going to end up with double digit trades in all i teased some of it at the end of the last episode on the public pod i hope you're a new subscriber and you're joining us right now because buckle up this is going to be fun Okay, okay, let's so move on. How do, yeah, let, let's move on here. And I guess if there are any other, maybe the best way to do this then, is if in terms of all you guys' plans, if there are any other kind of big offers you are planning on making, uh, let's hear them. Well, Phoenix wanted to call up the Raptors about Fred Van Vliet. Listening. So we obviously want to send back Chris Paul, and we think that you could kind of, I mean, maybe you see him as part of the value if you're actually trying to compete this year. But we were thinking that you could reroute him to another team, if not, and get some of the pick value so we wouldn't have to necessarily send as much. Yeah, I think we're definitely keener now on re-signing Van Vliet going forward um, and uh, still trying to work things out. Or I mean, I guess, how much are you willing to give up? You know, I, I think at this point, like, we have our plan. We want to, we've made a big move. We want to see how this adding Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey uh, works uh, with this whole group that we've assembled. And, you know, maybe we'd uh, try to get a, a cheaper but better rim protecting center. So I'm, uh, 
I don't I don't think we value the difference between Chris Paul and Fred Van Vliet is worth multiple first round picks, I guess is how I'd put it. Yeah, I don't think I'll, uh, and particularly, again, given where Phoenix is at right now, um, and I'm sure you're going to want to put some protection on those picks, too. Like, I, I, I think if we're not getting to multiple first round picks, then it's probably again would be too difficult. I think we just value whatever the optionality is. I mean, yeah, we might lose him for nothing, but one first round pick isn't enough to make me say, hey, we feel great about moving him like that the risk of losing someone that we could trade for one first round pick is like not the end if it were two then it's like okay yeah like this bird in the hand is so much that we just have to take it right that's where we like this idea more if you were tanking the rest of the season and could trade chris paul elsewhere like to get value for chris paul right God, does Chris Paul really have value? Like, someone give up a first for Chris Paul at this point in that on his contract? Maybe. I mean, I don't know about a first necessarily, but I, I figured the Clippers or Timberwolves might have interest. Oh, see, Cl- Cl- Clippers, Clippers would. Shit. Uh, Clippers would. Heat would too. Timberwolves potentially could, but the math on it gets a little bit tough. Um, but it is possible. Actually, math isn't that tough. We could, yeah, we'd have interest. Well, you don't have the picks get tough, right? Oh, we're not talking. We're just talking about interest right now. And by the way, we still have some seconds. Could could we get Walker Kessler back in that deal, Wolves? <laughs> I mean, if you have time machine technology, we will use it differently. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's probably not at the point where, I, I mean, could we, yeah, I don't, I don't think we want to, we want to tank. I think we want to just see how this group is going to look this year. And, and I'm not feeling like, you know, even with Van Vliet, like we might be able to get something in a sign and trade this summer that'd be equivalent to this value. So I, I think we're probably, I mean, Clippers, are you going to give yes. up like a 2028 unprotected first to get Chris Paul? Uh, how about to get Fred Van Vliet? Man, it is crazy to think that I've been working with Helix Sleep since 2015. And I think that's because my story with them seems to really resonate with listeners. If you've never heard it before, that was kind of the beginning of the direct-to-consumer boom. And there was another very prominent mattress company at that time that was trying to convince you that mattresses were one-size-fits-all. They found the one formula, the one mattress that was going to work for everyone. My then-girlfriend, now-wife, and I ordered that mattress. We ended up having to return it because, hey, guess what? Not everyone is the same. And then she did some more research and found Helix Sleep. We took their sleep quiz and we found a mattress that actually worked for us and our body types. And uh, Helix offers 20 unique mattresses. Everybody sleeps differently. And Helix mattresses are designed for specific sleep positions and field preferences. Hot or cold, side sleeper, back sleeper. So take that Helix sleep quiz. Find your perfect mattress in under two minutes and it's shipped straight to your door free of charge. It's no risk because you really need to sleep on the mattress in your own home. You're like, well, how should I order this if I can't sleep? Like, yeah, you're not going to learn anything by going to the mattress store and sleeping on the mattress where do I take my shoes off? Do I leave my shoes on? But then my feet kind of hang off the bed because I don't want to put my shoes on the bed. And is it weird that I'm laying here for more than 30 seconds? You can't tell anything under those circumstances. You might as well just order it, get it sent to your house, get that 100 night trial. They're 10 to 15 year warranty, depending on the model. And there's never been a better time to try a Helix Sleep mattress because they are offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash capspace. Easy to slash capspace. We talk about all the time here on the program. That's helixsleep.com slash capspace. This is their best offer yet. I can attest to that since I've been working with them for nine years. And it won't last long with Helix. Better sleep starts now. Don't forget that slash capspace URL to let them know that you came from us. 
Man, I just love American Giant. Just an amazing clothing company. I was reminded again of how much I love it when I drove from California to Montana over the All-Star break. And you know what it's like when you're on a long road trip and it's cold, particularly when it starts off warm in the bay and then we get into some really cold areas. You're like, well, I don't want to wear like my jacket in the car, but then I get out to fill gas. I'm going to be freezing. But the American Giant hoodie was perfect because despite being made out of a nice heavy material that'll keep you warm it's not too hot as well so i was able to wear it in the car not be too hot step out of the car and still be warm enough when i was filling up gas or going into a restaurant or something that i didn't feel like i needed my jacket even when it was cold outside these things are amazingly durable i proposed to my wife wearing an american giant hoodie in the grand canyon almost seven years ago i still own that same hoodie i still wear it constantly and american giant has since spread out into all sorts uh, of other types of clothing like their premium slub crew tee the no bs high-rise pant the slim roughneck pant featured in giant magazine issue two every american giant piece is made in america and designed to last no exceptions and it provides year-round comfort so find a closet staple for every part of your spring days at american-giant.com and get 20 percent off your first order when you use that finger code capspace at checkout you remember we talk about capspace all the time here on the program that's 20 percent off your first order at american-giant.com don't forget that cap space code to let them know you came from us yeah i, I mean that's that yeah that's another great question am i more interested in a 2028 unprotected clippers first or like some unprotected phoenix pick like well keep in mind <laughs> phoenix, phoenix what that phoenix said top four protected we'll go unprotected well, I, we, see. I mean we would probably try to send you this year's first round pick and we can do it unprotected because we we with Fred VanVleet, we will be in yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, generally, but not in the top bottom ten. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, the value of the unprotected picks would be something that's out there a little further. Yeah, then just right. like uh, you know, unprotected in the next like year or two for the Suns doesn't really interest me too much. Um, you know, for the for the Clippers, our, our matching salary, somebody like Marcus Morris, we think there's some value there. Although this is starting for, to for Marcus Morris, to or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, the the feature is the pick, but, you know, we don't think the matching salary we'd send is awful by any means. But again, I, I think we're starting to sound like uh, like the Suns offer. And you said no to that. But if you thought find ours a little more appealing, we're we're definitely interested. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm also thinking Clippers like that offer is going to be there for a sign and trade this this offseason, too. Although I guess, you know, yeah, you they can't acquire some a sign and trade. So, yeah, right. That's, that's, and, and we I mean, we want Van Vliet for the 2023 playoffs. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that makes sense. I will note formally that Minnesota is interested in Fred Van Vliet, but considering the asking price, we obviously cannot acquire. Yeah. Unless you really love Josh Minot, in which case we can talk. I mean, I don't know if we can make our offer a little better. We're not going to put in Terrence Mann, uh, but if you like Brandon Boston or we could add some second rounders, like we do think we could go a little bit higher than that to get it done. But we're obviously short on assets to do anything. And so major the, beyond yeah the, and then the matching salary is just marcus morris raptors now is the time to give any heinous salary that you want to, to the clippers they'll take it yeah that's the other way we could do is, is take on uh if you have any bad salary uh no i mean we'd have to include more than marcus morris but like i said if you want brandon boston if you like his upside um that that would work or 
Uh, we could put John Wall into this trade. I mean, there are. Yeah, I mean, John Wall the, just being just being an right. expiring contract with that just be all like neutral. We're, yeah, we're we're pretty expensive at this point. Um, yeah, I don't I mean, think if you, it's, yeah. If it's just I, I think let me check. It's just not enough. Okay, as I say, if you wanted to throw an auto porter and get him off your books, yeah, I just I I think it's. Again, this whole this Ananobi Maxi Harris trade. How, how are my books looking next year? Now that I have these uh, those two guys, am I like in the tax? No, Do you have it, Dan. You're actually not bad at all. Okay, you got about eleven million go. if you waive Thaddeus Young or yeah, uh, below below the tax. Yeah, yeah. So that's not a huge concern then. Um, no, I think I like this big trade. This this was kind of like the shakeup. I think I wanted to see what it looks like. Not. Um, I mean, Clips, would you be interested in, in putting a Vita Zubots into this deal? Um, I mean, it depends on what we could do to get another center. Uh, we're looking to add a center, not subtract a center. Yeah. Yeah, Zubots it's, is not a, a great fit with Barnes and Siakam either. Yeah, yeah. You need someone with a little more shooting ability than that. Nah, I, th- I think we're, unless we can get two first-round picks, I think we're probably good on Van Vliet. I mean, honestly, we we would do that value wise, but we don't have two first round picks. Do you think there's a way we could? Well, you said duplicate? You, would, you wouldn't put Terrence Mann in there, right? Well, we think he's worth, you know, on his low salary, even even when he goes on to his extension. I, we just like what he brings to our team so much. Uh, we think he's worth maybe a little more than just the run of the mill first round. But could we approximate the first round pick value? with some combination of uh, branded Boston and second rounders. And we could do a swap uh, on our, you know, we could send one of our 28 or 29 first round pick and a swap on the other. Oh, okay. That's uh, uh, unprotected. Yeah. I mean, we don't protect our picture. All right, now now we're starting to get somewhere. Maybe God, this Raptors team—it's it was so weird, and I just made it weirder. I think, but maybe I didn't. It's, I guess my so my starting lineup right now is Van Vliet, Maxi, Harris, <laughs> Barnes, and Siakam. Um, man, I'm really torn uh, on on this now because I yeah, I mean, I guess where am I? Am I really gonna have a Van Vliet Maxi backcourt? Like that's probably too small in the end. So yeah, so twenty eight first 29 swap both unprotected and then what's our matching salary clippers well we could do it uh, marcus morris i think would not quite get there um well so how about so, john wall then uh, just the expiring expiring salary there you don't need him now that you're picking up another point card he might actually even be able to help us as someone who can run and transition a lot and can't shoot it all fit right in yeah i mean that's fine with us just a heads up that's going to add slightly to your payroll that's okay we got four uh i think we, we still have room below the tax this year right no you're in the no. tax currently oh we are in the tax right now okay so that so we need to get out that's uh but you could also theoretically find a place for john wall or like that could i think that would be enough of a like move to do it yeah uh well we could just let's how about we just send you out of quarterback so it would be it would be morris and and wall and then van vliet and porter yeah that should work write it down speaking of writing it down that is another feature we have for dunked on prime subscribers every trade in the mock trade deadline written down of course you want to listen to it you want to hear the negotiations but it's a lot to track we get that there's a lot going on you want to see it written down we make that available to dunked on prime subscribers we make cap sheets 
with the mock trade deadline available to Dunked On Prime subscribers. We, of course, make the regular cap sheets, the real cap sheets, with our projections of cap space salaries going forward available to Dunked On Prime subscribers. And that's, of course, in addition to the podcasts that are the mainstay of this operation. Six days a week, one of those with Nate and John Hollinger. It's a fantastic value. We've got the mock off-season sale going right now. It's a perfect time to subscribe. We hope you will. Dunkdon.supportingcast.fm. Dunkdon.supportingcast.fm. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 